This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hey guys, welcome back to Three Terrible Gamers. I'm here with Colin. Hey guys. This is episode 42 and we have a crap ton of topics and notes for you guys. So hopefully we get through them all, but I seriously doubt it. But we'll go ahead and get into it. Uh, Data miners have found evidence of new amiibos coming to Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, they went in, they... I'm going to assume they hacked the systems a little bit on their thing just because they found two designs that you can't unlock on any way methodology that the game has. So that only determines that that's going to be amiibo worthy for the files of it. And with the two designs, it's titled uh, Princess Zelda and the Gerudo King fabric on both of those things, which I, I get, which. Obviously, I don't do the amiibos, so I'm assuming that some amiibos give you like stuff to change your glider with. Yeah, yeah. So uh, obviously, in that corresponding, it's going to be you know probably a Zelda amiibo and a Ganondorf amiibo on a thing, which would you know obviously match with the storyline and gives pretty much uh, all three sides of the Triforce right. for the think the Triforce is technically absent in the last two games since it's not really a major role in the past two. Not really a spoiler, it's just the reality of how the game is right now. Right. Yeah, it's absent, but it uses, I guess, the characters to display the Triforce because they represent the Triforce, I guess. Instead of actually physically representing it, they use, you know, the characters to represent. But, uh, yeah, so I do use the Amiibos. I scan them every day possible um you can scan them once a day for those of you that don't know and they do give you amiibo well i guess uh, amiibo themed fabrics for whatever amiibo you scan so um as actually right now i have the twilight one of the twilight princess fabrics on my paraglider you go to the hatino village dye shop where in the previous game you could only dye your clothes here this in this game, Tears of the Kingdom, you can dye your clothes and change your fabric, so it's pretty cool. But yeah, um, it says the newest of these discoveries are two unused paraglider fabrics found by data miners. Fabrics can be taken to the dye shop in Hatina Village where you can customize your glider with different designs. While some fabrics can be gained by completing side quests, others are locked behind scanning amiibo. The fabrics called Princess Zelda and Grudu King have been showcased in a compilation video by YouTuber Lootword and can be seen below. And here's the article. It says Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, unreleased glider fabrics according to fan site Universe Zelda. 
the two unused fabrics are linked to Amiibo IDs 1049 and 1050. And the current link Amiibo ID is 1048. So 1049 and 1050 verifies that they're going, it's going to be part of the same game. But um, so whenever Nintendo, I guess, announced that the link Amiibo for Tears of the Kingdom, I was wondering why there was only one. Because there's a ton for Breath of the Wild. There's two links, a Zelda, a Bacoblin, a Guardian, and four of the champions well the four champions and so there's quite a bit and then that's not counting you know all the smash brothers ones and all the 30th anniversary zelda ones that are compatible but that's just the breath of the wild ones so i was expecting them to release at least a couple more amiibo for tears of the kingdom so this might not be the only two and there might be more in the future but these are the ones that data miners have found so far yeah probably have a few constructs in there and they might go for a mob one instead of a bacal one this year yeah maybe or for this or maybe a boss bacal one yeah i do too it's, yeah. it's just a habit i guess so we usually talk about 2k like that but but yeah so i'm i'm sure i mean it's easy money for nintendo to do stuff like that i mean of course you know people like Ashton and eventually what I'm going to do is, you know, once the files come out, just download it onto a little tag thing and then call it good. But yeah, if you want to go out and buy the actual Amiibos to have them, then like I said, it's easy money for Nintendo and they'd be stupid not to do more than just free characters in this game. Oh yes. For a Zelda game, definitely need more than one and they know they'll make that money. I'd love to buy the figures if they weren't so expensive and hard to find. But, mm-hmm. you know, I'll just keep doing what I do so I can do them free. That's right. All right. Moving on. So we've mentioned this, I think it was late last year in an episode um, that Apple had. It's been rumored that they are going to go into the VR space and Apple did. I believe it was Wednesday announced Apple Vision Pro. Yeah, it was it was a long time ago. It was like somewhere in between now and when we first started. So it was like right in the middle. It was like November, stage. December, maybe. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, uh, Apple Vision Pro was announced. It's going to be thirty five hundred dollars. Is what's going to set you back at price tag wise. It's announced early for next year. Uh, the competition is obviously a lot cheaper. Like the upcoming five hundred dollars uh, MetaQuest Free, five hundred fifty for the PlayStation VR two, and a thousand for the MetaQuest Pro. So yeah, Apple's doing it, but from what I was viewing online with it, it seems like you can do more with the Apple one than what you can with the competitors. Right. Like as far as like even down the scrolling through your Facebook feed with the stuff one, then you can literally talk and it'll pull up whatever you want so it's pretty much like you're living in an alternate reality type of situation it seems like right so yeah i have the article here it's it's a really long one i probably won't read the whole thing but it says yeah apple unveiled apple vision pro a revolutionary spatial computer that seamlessly blends digital content with the physical world while allowing allowing users to stay present and connected to others 
Vision Pro creates an infinite canvas for apps that scales beyond the boundaries of a traditional display and introduces a fully three-dimensional user interface controlled by the most natural and intuitive inputs possible, a user's eyes, hands, and voice. And it'll be running Vision OS, a new operating system for it. So um, basically, instead of it just being VR for gaming, it's a VR computer. So that's why it's more is because it's just basically a computer that you control with your hands, eyes, and voice. Uh, it's, so it's, it's a MacBook, but yeah. Basically, yeah. And so it's a, it's really cool. I mean, I seen a video on it. Like somebody was just scrolling through the, like their apps like you would on an iPhone, like just scrolling through the homepage. People, were, you know, you can text from it, you know, see the whole conversation in front of your face. That's pretty cool. Um. And Apple Arcade games are also compatible. In the video, they had NBA 2K23 on there. You know, you can play it. You know, it's basically your TV just right in front of your face. Um, you can use it with a controller. You can, uh, they use the PS5 controller, you know, PS4 controllers, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and Nintendo Switch Pro controllers are compatible as well. So it's pretty cool stuff. I mean, definitely, I mean, I... The price, kind of steep, I guess, but for what it is, I mean, it's a lot of technology in this thing. And they said there's 11 cameras in it, so so there's a lot packed into this thing. What your typical MacBook runs anywhere from 800 to 1200. Yeah, probably. Like the ones I'm... So yeah, I mean, you're getting that on top of the VR thing, which. It still kind of makes it steep compared to everything else, but it is an Apple product, so they're right. known for it. And I'm sure once they do release and everything else, I'm sure about every single cell phone provider will have it oh, listed yeah. that w- that would make a monthly payment on it with your cell phone plan anyway. So oh, I'm, I'm sure, sure that'll be a thing. Without. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, and the, I mean, I don't know if they'll make it. I mean, I doubt. I mean, there's no way to make it cellular, I guess, like actual cell phone. But I'm sure cell phone companies will have a hand in selling it. Um, I mean, just it, it's really cool. It's something that we've never seen before because most VR, at least that I know about, is gaming based, and this is computer based with a little bit of gaming on the side. And I guess you could also. Maybe since it's like a spatial computer, you like you could download maybe Fortnite to it, you know, Epic Game Stores and play Fortnite or you know whatever game you want on it. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be. But we'll just have to wait and see. And um, whenever it comes out, we'll you know we'll get the reviews for you guys, so you guys know what's going on. All right, moving on. There are, I believe, four new. Joy-Con colors that have been announced. Only seen two. two. Uh, <laughs> uh, the new Joy-Con colors announced new pastel colored Switch Joy-Con controllers will be available for purchase on June thirtieth. The f- oh no, it is four. The four colors will come to two official sets. That's that's what oh, I was okay. thinking was two sets because where there's two. Two in a pack. You make a pair. Right. Yeah. So there is four colors, but there's only two sets. That's why I was thinking that. First pair will be purple and green, and the second will be pink and yellow. 
as all of our Joy Cons, they are going to be, of course, eighty dollars yeah. from the. I mean, you can buy it either from Nintendo, or if you want to hop over to our Amazon affiliate link, we will have them listed there as well. Yep, I'll put them on there. Um, and they, as of any other Joy Con, they come with the guaranteed. Well, I guess not guaranteed, but it's a very high chance of drift. So. <laughs> which if your joy cons do drift you know we do have drift free sticks in our amazon affiliate link in our description so you know if you want to pop those out and put those in that's great but uh yeah the new colors purple green pink and yellow they look more easter themed spring themed to me than summer themed but Pokemon. Yeah, which is, I guess, I mean, I still kind of get spring theme from that, from Pikmin, flowers and, you know, but anyway. That's what I was going to, because if it was, like, if the purple would have been matched with any other color, I would assume it have been like a Waluigi type of situation. But, well, I mean, I guess purple and green since technically Waluigi and Luigi combined, but I know Pikmin 4 is coming out along with everybody else that listens to this podcast so right it just seemed like like you said flowers and that's what which the Spring. whole entire pikmin games yeah related now the the green is like a really light green so it reminds me of the color of the animal crossing theme switch those joy con that joy con color i guess it's not exactly because it's a new color but it's really similar like a light light green but yeah so two new sets four new colors you can buy them individually on nintendo's website so if you want to mix them up you can you don't have to buy the sets but they do come in a set but like colin said they will be in this episode and going forward the uh, amazon affiliate in the description so cost you the same amount Cost you the same amount, helps us out, helps us keep putting content out for you. All right, there are four new games coming to Nintendo Switch Online, and I believe they're already out. Yeah, I believe they came out on the first. Yeah. But for whatever reason, Nintendo decided to release the information late, but if you play it every single day, then you would already know this. Right. But. Blast Master Enemy Below for the Game Boy Color, Harvest Moon for the Super Nintendo, Kirby Tilt and Tumble for the Game Boy Color, and Mystery Tower on the NES. And I've never heard of a single one of these titles. Really? Apparently, Harvest Moon was a good game on the Super Nintendo, like a well-liked game back in the day. You've never but, heard of Harvest Moon? Like, no, I hadn't. Harvest Moon was also released on the GameCube, and it was a very high, like, popular game then, too. I never played it, but uh, Summer had it, and it was like, and you look it up, like, it's a very high-praised game on the GameCube as well as the NES. Extremely praised, but like I said, I'd never heard of it. Yeah. Um, Kirby Tilt and Tumble, people like that game as well, but the other ones, Blaster Master, Enemy Blow, I haven't heard of that. And Mystery Tower on the NES, I haven't heard of that either. But Harvest Moon I have, and Kirby Tilt and Tumble. And so, yeah, there's four new games. 
and that's it for that moving on so this is this is a topic that I'm kind of excited about uh, Madden 24 has been revealed I haven't been excited about a Madden game for a very long time but this one's bringing back some old things I didn't really see the old things on there it mainly uh-huh. focused on the uh, thing so I'm eager to hear what you say about okay. it but that it's on August 8th, it's released. It's going to happen on August 18th, which is right in line from the time they usually release every year. Uh, the Rise of the Bad and Curse, I want to predict, is going to come back because they're going back to just one cover athlete. Yeah. So Josh Allen will have a terrible year season this year, whether it be through injury or just because he was a cover athlete. <laughs> the Madden Curse. Uh, yeah. As of right now, there's three versions. There's uh, the Standard Edition, the Deluxe Edition, and the EA Play Pro Edition. It's only available via an EA Play Pro subscription and the EA app. So, three different things. The Standard Edition don't get you anything. I think the Deluxe gets you some Ultimate Team Points and I think one other thing, but I couldn't see what the EA Play Pro thing does. Probably nothing, honestly. No NEA. Make you pay for more stuff, the microtransactions. Right, yeah. Um. So, as Colin said, Josh Allen is this year's cover athlete, making him the first ever Buffalo Bills player to feature on the cover of a Madden game. Allen has developed into one of the NFL's best quarterbacks and has... Last year's front runner to win MVP until injuries eventually slowed him down. But as for the game, one of the Madden community's top requests in recent years has been return of mini games, a popular feature introduced during the PS2 era. I don't know if you remember mini games or not, but I did play a lot of the mini games on you know the GameCube and PS2 era games like 07, 08. But it says the return of mini games coincides with the introduction of training camp in franchise mode, allowing players to earn XP by completing numerous challenges. Superstar mode is back. It's not as big of a change as you might expect, as it's effectively a rebranded version of Face of the Franchise. But it will be the game will be available, as Colin said, on August 18th for the Xbox Series X slash S. PlayStation 5, Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and PC. And I may be wrong, but I believe this is the first time a Madden game has been available on PC. But it will be available on the EA app for Windows, Steam, and Epic Game Store. Yeah. So the mini games, that's whenever they had like the dummies and stuff you could practice against or practice against other teams and run different plays mm-hmm. like via the mini game settings. Right. I mean, it's not a big thing, okay. but it's still, you know, a little nostalgia there, I guess. I mean, I still probably won't buy the game. I haven't bought a Madden in forever. Yeah. I'll, I might consider it again whenever they bring back the Fantasy Challenge. Yeah. It's a good mode. I like that mode. Oh, yeah. Especially whenever you had four unlockable teams that... Didn't even exist. I mean, technically exist in the NFL because 
first you played against well you obviously you played for the whole entire league first then you played the AFC and NFC Hall of Fame team and then played for the dummies what the glaciers the tridents and deceivers yeah. yeah spoiler alert if you haven't played this 15 year old game yet yeah what was that Madden 08 08 yeah yeah I mostly play, I mean I played 08 a lot but I, I'll 7 07 was my favorite yeah Oh seven. Uh, I had that one on GameCube. I have that one on GameCube too. Oh eight. I had on PS two. Yep. So, August eighteenth is when Madden twenty four will be out. Josh Allen will be on the cover. Moving on, Metroid Prime four site opens in the UK. Yeah. Uh... It's been over half a decade since we had any true Metroid Prime uh, 4 news, or since it was, I guess, technically initially revealed. I'm gonna, I'm not going to say news because not we've had much news, news with it. I just, <laughs> yeah, not much news, but pretty much there. I mean, we had the little teaser on what the one on the Nintendo Switch uh, directs, but it wound up being for the uh, Prime Remaster. Right. But the highly anticipated sequel has since gone through numerous development changes, including a studio switch. Though there were no signs of it arriving anytime soon. However, the game has now appeared on the Nintendo UK site, suggesting that an update or new reveal might be closer than we had originally anticipated. Which is good for all the Prime fans out there. Yeah, I'm one of them. I like Prime. I bought Remaster, and you know, I'm I'm pretty excited about it. Um, like you said, it's been over half a decade, which seems crazy because we haven't heard anything. We a lot of people thought it was just scrapped, but um, yeah, they they brought back Retro Studios is the last thing that we heard from it. They scrapped you know everything that Nintendo had began progress wise and brought retro studios to start it over from the ground up so but it's i guess it's a sign that it, they're working in the right direction i guess that since a site came up you know it was just a, a site to sign up with your email address to receive any potential news about metro prime force and maybe any updates but um so maybe we could get a new trailer or a reveal sooner or later um i, I believe that Nintendo will have a surprise direct this month to show off Prime 4. And if it's not this month, I don't believe it'll be next month or August, but September. So I'm saying June or September, they'll have a surprise direct saying that Metro Prime 4 will release by holiday this year. I figured they would do it with the uh, thing they're doing in Seattle. Maybe, maybe, but I don't know. They might, which that's in September, right? It's in September, so that would go well with your time frame if that is the case if they don't do it this time. Yeah, because it used to be almost every single year Nintendo would have a Direct, which they, you know, they were in E3 for several years, but after E3 basically died, you know, when COVID hit, um, they were doing 
directs every year, every June. But last year they skipped June and it went in September with a direct. So that's why I'm saying June or September. And I think Prime 4 will be in their next direct, whether it's an actual direct or whether they announce it at Nintendo Live, whenever. I, but I believe they'll say it'll be releasing probably in November. That way it's good a good time before holiday 2023. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Yeah, so do you think the game's already made from how many how many boxes they've had, or do you think it's just gonna be announced but they're in the making of it by the end? I think it'll be done. I think it's already done. I mean, they've had several years to work on it. So I think it's already done. They're just waiting on it and, you know, they're just going to announce it, have a big blow up about it. And then, I mean, I think they're giving it the treatment that Tears of the Kingdom got. I mean, obviously, Metroid Prime 4 has got way longer of a treatment than Tears of the Kingdom, you know, between news. But uh, I think they're just... I think they're just letting people think that it's dead, that it's not going to happen, and then they're just going to blow it up and be like, oh, yeah, this release is here in a couple of months. You can pick it up. Well, that, and, I mean, people have always been a fan of the Zelda series, and then, which people has always liked Metroid. Just but hasn't sold as well as Zelda. Yeah, hasn't sold as well. So to the end, the community isn't as big until now when everyone's, wanting it because they're holding back on it so much right which is exactly what you said the tears of the kingdom situation because they drove the anticipation way up so therefore that's what they're going to do with prime too because it got themselves on there so it's easily going to get themselves on the next time they do it around two. right and like you said i mean it's metroid never been a huge franchise for nintendo i mean more than higher and bigger than average, but not a huge like a Mario or a Zelda. But since what 2021 when Dread released, Metroid's blown up worldwide. So that's why you know they went ahead and released a Metroid Prime Remaster, and it blew up. It sold really well, smashed records. You know, it seems like every game that Nintendo's releasing is smashing records, like in some way or another. Um, and I believe they released Metroid Prime Remastered just to tie us over a little bit longer until Prime 4 gets announced and releases. And I believe it will be in time for holiday 2023. If not, then definitely quarter 1, 2024. Okay. Fashion guarantee? Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll guarantee it. I'll guarantee it. Okay. And if not, then definitely, and definitely within the next 10 years. I'll guarantee that. <laughs> within the next 10 years. Yeah. That's a guarantee. I'd say we'll probably see 
more remasters by then. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think? You think it'll be announced this year or uh, released this year? Or you think they're going to hold it off for a couple more years? Or I don't know. Just because where they, I mean, obviously they've been working on the game and I know even though you switch developers, that don't mean the game went anywhere from what they've done. It's not like they scrapped the whole entire thing. It's like how we was mentioned last week with like the speedrunning community. It's basically the same ordeal with developers when they change hands. They already have this layout, so they're going to focus on what they're going to do better than what the last developer was doing. Right. So Nintendo pretty much, I would assume, has a story laid out. It's just what the developers have to do to make that story come into play for and then how the characters are going to play out. Yeah, yeah, they just got to build it around that story, you know, however it's laid out. But Nintendo being Nintendo, they're going to make sure everything's perfect before it releases. Right, and I mean, as long as it's been, it could have, like we talked about Tears of the Kingdom, it's been done for over a year and they released it. They delayed it for a year just to polish it. So, I mean, this game has been we haven't heard anything in such a long time, several years. So it could have been done for a year or two and they've just been polishing it since then. We don't know. Because mm-hmm. it's not as a, uh, I'm not going to say as high anticipated because obviously it's not as anticipated as a Zelda title. Right. But it's still anticipated to the Metroid community. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to see it released and play it, you know, but like I said, I mean, I'm not excited for it as I was Tears of the Kingdom. Of course not, but it's still a franchise I enjoy playing. Oh, yeah. I find myself playing the NES and SNES ones, but I still just can't fathom myself breaking off the GameCube and relive and being scarred as a kid. <laughs> It's it's not so bad. It's not so bad. I I faced my fears of Luigi's Mansion. You can face your fears of Metroid Prime. Yeah, Luigi's Mansion is an E game. This one was a T, which I know I'm way past the teenage state now, but still. <laughs> yeah, you're old now. All right. Um, oh, I'm going to hit the last one. Go ahead and hit it. Um. So. Huh. Ashton said, we're going to make this podcast an hour. That's right. Yeah, I hope, hopefully it won't be that long, but we'll see. Uh, as I've predicted, the Legend of Zelda movie has been reported. Tom Holland's the main star. No, he's not. I, <laughs> I wouldn't watch it. I probably would. But From what I researched, they're getting close to official. Uh, Universal is... In fact, closing a quote big deal with the Nintendo Corporation of Legend of Zelda, which Universal owns Illumination. Mm-hmm. So, i.e., you know, the Mario movie mm-hmm. it was a success. So, that's Huge going on. So, success. Zelda will be looking like the next big Illumination Nintendo franchise, which again, we were all kind of expecting because of the Mario movie success. And what's happening is it's costing Universal a pretty penny because of the success of the Mario movie. Like Nintendo 
kind of knows its worth at this point. <laughs> yeah. So Nintendo's wanting more money from Universal for the thing since Mario was such a huge success. Uh, but, you know, the whole entire plot of the movie and everything else is still up for the thing, and it's all up to IPs as a publishing the Super Mario, uh, well, I guess not technically publishing at this point. It's at the recording of this is the Mario Brothers movie has grossed $1.3 making it one of the most successful animated movies of all time. Yep. So you take Zelda, it's going to be pretty much obviously Zelda-based, but the same premise of the Mario movie type of situation, I would assume. Because I would have a feeling they would play it kind of as... I don't even know how they would necessarily do the story with it because Mario never covered how Mario became Mario until this movie. While The Legend of Zelda has technically covered itself quite a few times. Several times, different links, you know, so... Because even with Skyward Sword, yeah, Skyward Sword being the first in the timeline, I mean, you got Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom pretty much making their own timeline. Or so far in the future of the timeline that everything's just tied back into each other. So you got all those areas where they could potentially hit with a movie. Right. So I'm going to read my article and then I'll tell you what I think they're going to do for the movie. All right, so it says, reports have emerged suggesting that Universal and Illumination are currently engaged in negotiations to bring The Legend of Zelda to the big screen. Building on the massive success of the Super Mario Bros. movie, the studios are actively collaborating with Nintendo to kickstart the development of a feature film centered around the video game franchise. These rumors gained traction after being discussed on a recent episode of The Hot Mic, it is believed that the, if the deal goes through, this project would work a major milestone for Illumination, positioning it as a significant player in the realm of video game adaptations. In 2015, as we've talked about before on this podcast, rumors had circulated about a live-action television series based on The Legend of Zelda, which was reportedly in the works of Netflix. And that was the one I believe Tom Holland was in, correct? Yeah, and they scrapped it because he sucks. But that's not why, <laughs> but that's what I say. Uh, no, they scrapped it because of leaks. Netflix leaked it to the public, so Nintendo's like, okay, we're just going to cancel it. So that's what happened there. And it says... It says also Nintendo was also making a Star Fox movie project as well with... Netflix and they scrapped it because of the leaks as well. So uh I have predicted Star Fox as well and Metroid, they're all going to come to the big screen because of the success of Mario, but Zelda is next if that still goes through. But anyway, how I think they will do the movie they definitely they could do several different games or just kind of go off of the TV series a little bit, not even just do a game, just do an adventure that way, like the TV series did back in the 80s. But I think they'll go back to, say, old Reliable and base it off of Ocarina of Time story-wise, like similar to Ocarina of Time. 
Okay, that way you can branch off whichever direction they need to go in. Right. If they need a sequel, they could always branch off to wherever they need to go. And the story, you know, it'll just fall into place like Ocarina of Time. Maybe not. I mean, Ocarina of Time, obviously, you got to travel back and forth in time, but maybe maybe not travel back and forth so much. But just say instead of traveling in time, it'll be more of a flashback scene instead of actually going back in time. Maybe. Which, I mean, minor spoilers, I mean, they could technically do that with Tears of the Kingdom, too. They could, but Tears of the Kingdom is just so big and so vast. Like, there's, you can't narrow it down as much as you can Ocarina of Time, in my opinion. So that's why I said Ocarina of Time. Yeah, but as far as, like, talking about sequels and stuff, they would be easy. I mean, it would be just as easy to do sequels off, like I said, Tears of the Kingdom than what it would be to Ocarina of Time or pretty equal in that matter yeah i'm saying wanted to bring- but the story though of our current time is one of the best in a lot oh, of yeah, people a is. lot of people's opinions i mean it's maybe not the best in my opinion but a lot of people so i think they'd get like i said old reliable that way people they know people oh, will yeah. be engaged with it if you ask anyone especially you played the older zelda titles that would even beat it out the current Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdoms easily. Right. In people's opinions. Yeah. I mean, definitely, definitely Zelda, the past two, Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, are more gameplay based and story driven. Tears of the Kingdom, a lot more story driven than Breath of the Wild, but still not as much as the older Zelda games. Yeah. So that's why I said they go more story driven. So something like Ocarina of Time, or like I said, they made just something completely original, like the TV series did, and just do a story that way. I don't know. Or maybe they do Skyward Sword, the very first Zelda, and do it that way. I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. Like we said, it's yeah. Nintendo. We don't know what they're going to do. They they're so unpredictable. You don't know. You can just try to predict, but nobody hardly can. Yeah, I know it's a hard thing to predict for sure. I mean, shoot, I don't think anyone expected the Mario movie to go the way it did initially before they started showing trailers. I didn't think they would show Mar. I don't want to say it mean, but like Mario being weak, like he's not, it's just he's not trained, but I didn't think they would show him being weak, the weak one and the princess being the strong one at first. I mean, you know, you know how the story goes, you know, in the end he's whatever, he saves it, whatever, but... It's it, it was different. I never ex- expected them to do that. So, yeah. But that's all the time we have. So we appreciate you guys for watching or listening. So, d- like as always, guys, you know, follow us on Instagram, Twitch, YouTube. You can watch us live on Twitch and YouTube. And all right. Instagram, TikTok, merch. I think I already said it, but anyway, do you have anything else? Uh, thank you, kid, about everything. All right. Thanks for watching or listening. We'll catch you next week. Later, guys.
This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.